Hey there, this is Don Immel, Superintendent of Pendel Ministry Network. Thanks for joining our podcast. I hope you'll find this useful for your ministry as you continue to lean into what God is doing in your life. Hey friends, we're here again today talking about ministry resourcing. In the Pendel Ministry Network, our desire is to have healthy pastors in thriving ministries. And we expand that palette to include healthy leaders in healthy ministries. And I have Lee Rogers with us today who leads our Pendel Ministry Network Youth Ministry. So welcome, Lee. It's good to have you here. Thanks. Good to be here. So Lee, tell us a little bit about youth ministry in, in the context of the, uh, we're, we're heading to 2020. Yeah. And uh, I remember the day, oh man, we're going to go down memory lane now, <laughs> but I, I was a youth pastor for seven years and uh, lived to tell about it. Uh, what, does, what does youth ministry look like in our, in our cultural context today? Right. I mean, so obviously one of the constants of, uh, of life is change. Yeah. And we've noticed the speed of change and particularly technological change has just accelerated sure. and it's all the time accelerating. And so there are some senses in which youth ministry is vastly different than mm -hmm. it was 10 years ago. Okay. Of course, 20 years ago, sure. I think that much more different. But there's a lot of ways in which youth ministry is still the same. Because mm -hmm. in our core, we are still human beings created in God's image with some similar needs. But, right. you know, the technological differences are pretty profound. Sure. Uh, students today uh, might have a myriad of social networks that they're a part of. Okay. Not, you know, 10 years ago, they were a part of a social network at school. Now they could be a part of 10 different social networks online okay. and around the world. Yeah. So they're connecting to so many more uh, people and, and things and ideas than ever before. So we're living in a far more pluralistic environment that we're doing youth ministry in now mm. than we were just 10 years ago. So back in the 80s, uh, our concerns were, uh, uh, you know, pregnancy outside of marriage or, or teenage, you know, kind of rebellion issues mm. and, you know, just, just connecting church kids to the church. What are some of the what are some of the big rocks that youth pastors are having to lift today? And and we've seen some shifting on even some of those issues. Teenage pregnancies tend to be down today. Okay. Even uh, millennials tend to look on abortion, for example, as an ethical wrong, a moral wrong. Oh, even if they won't say it should be against the law, mm -hmm. they still frown upon it as as a uh, kind of a homicide type of a thing. Uh. Uh, so, so there's been some real like moral ethical shifts while at the same time as a church we're experiencing a tremendous amount of pressure with other shifts that have occurred. Uh, so of course today it seems like everyone wants to find uh, their identity in whatever they can find it in. Mm -hmm. uh, so students today are constantly being pressured to find their identity in their gender, to find their identity in their sexuality, or to find their identity in the lack thereof okay. of any of those well. things. Uh, so a student might say, well, I have no gender, or I'm gender neutral, and that's my identity. Mm -hmm. Well, we recognize, going all the way back to Genesis, that our, our gender, our sexuality, well, that's tied to the image of God. It's part sure. of our identity in Jesus. And so, so these are very new social constructs that we're having to work through, mm -hmm. that students are being pushed in all directions with regard to identity. But 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we were talking about identity in Christ and youth ministry. Sure. We've always talked about that. So there is a sense in which this is a new 
symptom of a, of a problem of humanity, which is we need to find our identity in Christ. Okay. That identity is what informs everything else, our gender, our sexuality, who we are as moral, ethical people living in a society. Uh, and so there's some senses in which that's some of the same, you know, the new challenges, some of the same answers mm -hmm. that we've had all along. So. Okay. So uh, as a network then, how do we, how do you mm -hmm. resource local churches and uh, youth pastors or youth leaders? Right. And, I, and I'll come back again to this idea of identity. How do we help students form a biblical, Christ-centered, spirit-empowered identity? And some of that, of course, is through, of course, Scripture, being a part of a local community. And a lot of it goes to having an encounter, a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit, a personal mm -hmm. encounter with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the major resources we offer in the youth department is when we as churches come together, put our resources together as a district, we can bring, uh, bring around some amazing events with powerful communicators, power wor powerful worship, and create some very unique environments in which students can connect to God and hear from the Holy Spirit. Things like our youth camp. Sure. Uh, we have two weeks of youth camp in the summer. Uh, we, we can hold about 500 people at youth camp. Mm -hmm. We were sold out both weeks this year. Wow. It's our best time to have students at the altar because when you're at camp, you're at camp. There's nothing coming on the schedule that's mandatory after we get in the altar. We can stay right. in the altar. Students can have an experience with the Holy Spirit with God for as long as they need to. Our convention, another major connecting event, around 4,000 students and leaders coming together at the Giant Center in Hershey every Thursday and Friday before Easter. Mm -hmm. uh, just that large group environment with thousands yes. of other teenagers. Sure. Just like the teenagers in your church that are experiencing God, some of them for the first time, some of them again having renewal experiences or fresh experience with the Holy Spirit. We have our Fearless Conference, which takes place in September generally each year. It's a mm -hmm. back-to-school equipping event where we equip students to be Mm -hmm. light in the darkness. Right. And we, we've talked the last two years at that conference, for example, about some of the LGBTQ and gender identity issues and how our students are navigating those mm -hmm. in public schools mm -hmm. and what does God have to say to that community. Yeah. So it's powerful times, and in each of these moments, we bring in a nationally known speaker. We sure. bring in a, a super high-caliber worship band, and, of course, we have our winter retreats in January. So that's some of the resourcing we do. And in addition mm -hmm. to that, we have great relational resourcing with our youth pastors, especially through our sections, our sectional reps, our Facebook group of Pendel youth pastors, where we're sharing sermon ideas or even complete sermon structures. We're working together to create resources to help meet some of these grassroots-level needs. Right. that exist out there. And then our social media, of course, we count as a resource as well. Yeah. Primary way in which students are connecting today, social media. So, so there was a, you know, a, a, a huge value. There's a huge value on uh, the big events. And thank the Lord for that. There's nothing like uh, a positive, large group, peer experience absolutely but it translates uh, or it must translate from the large arena event to the local church mm. context and what are you seeing in local church youth ministry today well small groups are super important yeah. uh, one of the primary drivers that helps assemblies of god students retain their faith after high school is that they are involved in a small group 
in their local church mm -hmm. now in high school. Yeah. And so that is key. Uh, and that's uh, not the only thing that's key, of course. We still need powerful biblical teaching. And we really see on the local church level, this is where students are hearing and learning Scripture mm -hmm. on a consistent basis, hearing and learning what the Bible says, what our positions are doctrinally, what, how, what the Bible speaks to us in terms of social situations. So, of course, that kind of teaching and preaching is very good, but small groups are just such an essential thing. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we've been working on the last couple of years in uh, Pendell Youth Ministries is packaging together not just sermon series, but also small group discussion questions to go with that right. uh, so that our leaders can follow up. There's not a, nice. there's not a great resource out there for spirit-empowered messages in small group meetings. Well, we've been creating that. We have about half a year's worth right now of small group series and sermon series that are free, accessible free. For, uh, for our youth leaders. So where are they accessible? Uh, they can get them uh, uh, through our Pendel Youth Pastors Facebook group. If you're the head youth pastor, youth leader, join that group. If you're not already a part of it, you have to request access because we keep it as a, as a closed group. Uh, we have our Alive in Five series up there. That's a mm -hmm. series to help students understand the basics of the gospel. And then we have a website, initiateconversations.com, okay. that has a couple of sermon series on it. Uh, one is a 15 to 16 part sermon series. Mm -hmm. It's based on the book I Dare You, which was just released through My Healthy Church. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's a number of series and small group sessions there. And then we have another one called God So Loved, mm -hmm. where there's again about a seven part uh, sermon series, I believe, that has intensive small group sessions that go nice. with that. Nice. Those are all free uh, and anybody can download yeah. those and use those. Well, I want to congratulate you too because you were integral uh, in the I Dare You and um, the other. The Alive in Five. The Alive in yeah. Five. And so uh, that's a lot of work that, uh, that was on your plate in uh, writing and coordinating those projects. So congratulations. Well, thank uh, that's you. tremendous. And um, if your church uh, would like to have additional resources for your youth ministry, uh, Lee, they, they can contact you and you can help coach yeah. Uh, and point them in right directions. Absolutely. And Pendel Youth. Pendel Youth. Just think Pendel Youth. PendelYouth.com. Instagram, we're Pendel Youth. Twitter, we're Pendel Youth. Facebook.com slash Pendel Youth. Uh, so we're using that same tag everywhere. Right. So super easy to find us, to get a hold of us, nice. to contact us. Uh, in addition to that, we do about a monthly webcast, about half an hour long. We do it live, and we talk about topics that are germane to our youth pastors and youth leaders in the local church. Half an hour discussion. Our audience can ask questions as the discussion right. goes on live. Um, so those are some of the other, you know, kind of very hands-on, not too different from this, except okay. we're doing it live with content experts from around the nation. Nice, so. nice. Well, it's been good joining you this uh, today, uh, and as we move forward in January, we're going to continue our conversations with uh, some of our departmental ministry leaders to help resource you in uh, the local church context. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you. Thanks for listening, and I hope you found value in this podcast. I want to encourage you to subscribe and share this on your social media as we build a stronger network together. God bless.